Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, April 11th, 522 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down one and three quarters at 552 and a quarter. May soybeans up eight and a half at 1495 and three quarters. May Chicago wheat down three and a quarter at 675 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat down one and a quarter at 874 and three quarters. May spring wheat up one at 876. We're going to start off with U.S. weather this morning. The radar is pretty much blank aside from some rains up in the Pacific Northwest, all of the Corn Belt, all of the Plains, uh, pretty much wide open here. Uh, Planting reports to this point have been variable. I've heard a, a ton of reports from a ton of different people. Joe, we've got started joe we're going to start later this week joe it's still too wet uh if you're up north joe we're still waiting for the snow to melt um if you guys have updates for me drop them in the comments uh here on youtube if you're watching uh if you're going to get started if you have started if there's no way you're starting this week uh let me know if you look at the next seven days in terms of the forecast Really not much here in terms of rainfall. You may see some scattered rains here and there, maybe parts of like central Iowa, maybe parts of northern northern Minnesota could see up to a half an inch of rain in total over the next seven days, but you're not seeing any big sweeping widespread rain event. In terms of temperatures, uh, pretty warm really. A lot of places in the Corn Belt, in the Plains, in the South, uh, you're going to see temperatures in the 70s today. Aside from North Dakota, uh, parts of Minnesota where they may only see high in the mid 40s to maybe low 50s today so still cool up there we've seen the uh, snowpack decrease a little bit and I don't know how accurate these snowpack maps are I'm sure that there's more snow on the ground still in some of these areas but you're down to 12 or 13 inches at at most according to this map here um, in uh, parts of North Dakota the northern part of South Dakota if you guys have updates on that situation let me know Um, I don't know if this is a bearish factor in regard to the markets I mean the the crops being planted it's an inevitability Um, I suppose that it opens the door to better yield potential and those sort of things so if you guys have updates thoughts on this let me know Uh, if you did have opinions regarding like there's going to be a ton of prevent plant in North Dakota do you still have that opinion or has your opinion changed here uh, given the forecast and what you're seeing Uh, let me know guys Hey, great premium stuff yesterday this was kind of an educational deal flash sales do they move markets? A lot of times I get questions uh, when there's a big flash sale, especially when we saw the recent uh, buying spree from China uh, in the corn market. Uh, Joe, why isn't the market up? I saw there were flash sales today. I ran through the whole process. I explained how it works. Um, If you guys are interested in this video, go to standardgrain.com. Sign up today. The premium subscription is $50 a month uh, paid to your credit card. It's billed automatically. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Takes you about one minute to sign up on your phone or on your computer this morning, guys. We've got a USDA report this morning. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out at 11 a.m. Central. Traders will be on the lookout for changes to the demand side of the U.S. grain balance sheets. Uh, We should see, we may see, a slightly lower uh, corn carryout number for this current marketing year, United States. Uh, Same thing with soybeans. Uh, Those numbers, the expectation can be attributed to lighter than expected March 1st uh, stocks. Wheat, you may see a slightly higher carryout number. Uh, when you look at the global carryout numbers, maybe a lower corn number, maybe a lower soybean number. I think that that probably has to do with the expectation for cuts to the Argentina crops. You should see a substantial cut 
to USDA's projection for both Argentina corn and Argentina soybeans. Uh, some traders believe that you could see a marginal increase to the size of the Brazilian crops. Uh, that's not a guarantee, but uh, certainly possible. This report will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time, guys. The April report is, is typically not the biggest market mover in the world, but always the uh, potential for a surprise, of course. Now, next month in May, you'll get your first look at the new crop balance sheets, and uh, that's kind of interesting. You can start to pencil in different yield prospects and different demand prospects and kind of play around with USDA's numbers. We'll see that stuff next month. China conducted new military drills around Taiwan this week. So China wrapped up three days of military drills on Monday. Nuclear-capable planes and ships staged drills to form a real-life blockade situation around Taiwan. Uh, these drills follow Taiwan's, uh, their, their president visited uh, the United States United States and California, I believe last week, Taiwan's defense minister stated it would not provoke disputes and would respond appropriately to the drills. Uh, China, of course, uh, does this every time they get upset about Taiwan and the U.S. and their relations. Bloomberg reporting this morning that the U.S. and Philippines started the largest version of their own military drills in 30 years near the South China Sea, just starting today. This is an annual exercise that the U.S. and the Philippines does every year, but this year it feature, features nearly double the personnel versus last year. So the U.S. and the Philippines in their own drills uh, starting here today with a much larger version of what they typically do on an annual basis. To get into the crop ratings and uh, progress, U.S. winter wheat conditions still absolutely terrible. USDA rated the crop 27% good to excellent nationally, down from 28 last week. That good to excellent print ties 1996 for a modern era low, a whopping 37% of the U.S. winter wheat crop rated poor to very poor. You've got especially poor ratings uh, that persist in Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Colorado, Nebraska, South Dakota, Montana, and Idaho. All of those states are rated 30% good to excellent or worse. Your Midwestern SRW areas, some areas of the PNW, California, in much better uh, shape by comparison. Winter wheat crop, 7% headed nationally versus 6 last week and 4 on average. U.S. spring wheat crop is only 1% planted versus 4 on average. And these are numbers that you can expect to lag for a while, I would imagine, given the situation and uh, in North Dakota, uh, other spring wheat areas. Uh, corn planting, real quick, 3% uh, complete versus 2% uh, on average. Uh, nothing to get too excited about there. Brazilian uh, farmers continue to harvest soybeans. Crop was 82% harvested through last Thursday. Both public and private uh, ent entities uh, unanimously call this crop a record. It's just the details that are being debated here. So is it 153? Is it 155? I think there's one group with 157. Um, it's, it's, it's a record crop and by a wide margin, it's just the details are, are to be debated at this point. The, the uh, group, Ag Rural, mentioned that the country's second and larger corn crop has been planted, is developing well. If you look at the weather, uh, this is a rough estimate here on my screen of, of Brazilian second corn areas. Everybody's going to catch some rain here over the next seven days. The long-term forecast looks good as well. So I think you've got every reason to believe that uh, this Brazilian second corn crop will be uh, uh, pretty good and probably a record this year. Nothing to uh, suggest otherwise at this point. Corn shipments declined last week. This is not where we need to be. 805,000, that's about 32 million bushels. We need to be doing a million two, a million five, somewhere in that neighborhood, and, and we're just not there. So that print 
this 805,000. That was down 27% on the week, down 45% versus the same week last year. Accumulated corn shipments for the current marketing year are down 37% versus the same period last year. We need to catch up, and we've only got a couple months to do it. Uh, before our, our window starts to close, you know, July, August is, is when the Brazilian crop will come online. So this is really our time to shine right now in terms of, of corn shipments. And we're really not where we need to be. We need to see stuff more similar to where we were last year when we were doing a million and a half on average around this time of year. That's what we need to be doing in terms of shipments. We're just uh, not quite there. So I've been shipments were actually okay at uh, about 670,000. Uh, wheat shipments uh, were up sharply on the week at 335,000. Cattle market was strong yesterday. We saw some gains there. Cash cattle was very strong last week, uh, 170 to 172 in the south, up to 178 in the north. So a uh, very strong market there. U.S. dollars down a little bit this morning. The stock market's up 10 points um, in the S&P. The Dow Jones up 50. Gold's up 13 bucks. Crude oil is up 14 cents in the May WTI at 79.88 last trade. Have a great day, guys. Remember, report at 11. I'll talk to you Wednesday.